Different song. Different song. <laughs> just easing into it. I'm just getting uh, getting in the zone, getting in the funny zone. Well, you're well, there. Wait, You've arrived. Wait. Hey, welcome to Talk About Take Me Out. It's the recap podcast of the TV show Take Me Out. Uh, it's it's official that it is unofficial, and we are running through season seven. We're going through the highs and lows. We're having a great time. My name's Patrick Spicer, and I'm the host. Uh, I'm also here with Nathan Roberts. Nathan Darcy Roberts. Well, this is controversial because you dropped the Darcy recently, but then you recently added it back. No, I've recently I dropped it a while ago. Now I've just bought it back because yes. it's got a real uh, panache. Yeah, it's got a sophistication. Yeah. A, sophistic- a sophistication. Yeah. That's what I'm all about now. Sophistication. Yeah. Mm. Uh, elaboration. Yeah. Ah, I prefer Eloquation. <laughs> Alliteration. Okay. I think I, I preferred it without time. the Darcy. I think you've become very pretentious ever since. And Mickey! Oh, and Mickey's here and she interrupts people in the middle of great riffs. <laughs> two, na- two name overman. Two yeah. name overman. Not even, you don't have a middle name, do you? Nah, my parents were like, Mickey, nailed it. <laughs> nailed it in one. Ready on arrival. Yeah. Um, so there are a couple of freaks they are here with me and, uh, their basic job is to just bounce off of my energy and just see if we can get some, uh, some fun, uh, <laughs> fun observations in the can. Uh, yeah. This is going to be like a real behind the music episode where we are showing you how the sausage is made. <laughs> yeah. Or like Heart of Darkness. And uh, I'm the heart. So this was a great episode, episode six. Uh, so it's, we're good. screaming into um, mid-season, and a lot of people are, expect to lull mid-season uh, undelivered. This was a red hot. <laughs> <laughs> this was packed full of emotion. Um, Nathan, what's your take, episode wide? I don't know. I <laughs> I, I feel like Mickey, I, what's your no no. Uh, I don't know. If I, I, I don't finish my sentence. I don't know if I entirely agree with you. Ah, oh. because. Uh, Shad's really had her wings clipped this episode. She, she was did. trying on something different, and I don't think it really worked. She said right. up top, like, she's cutting down on boo boos. I wrote, yeah. no. Yeah, okay, hey, was... me too. Hey, with the same amount of O's. That's <laughs> and I'm like, no, you can't, like, she needs to be her. Mm. And yeah. she was. Well, she said she was going to focus on being nice this episode. She was going to focus on being sweet. cute. Yeah, but I've never had a problem with her cuteness levels. I think she. She's organically cute. No... But I, I see, I get that because it's often like you think, you think guys don't like it when you're being like super opinionated or you're you give off like really strong kind of alpha vibes, which she really does. Mm. Like she's an alpha. Mm. And, oh, you, and you relate to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you relate to Shads who just wants nothing more than to party. Mm. No, but I mean, I understand that that thing of like when. You know, because like with me, for example, guys are really intimidated by how funny. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I've experienced that necessarily. Yeah, no, you've yeah. experienced it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, that's Mickey. Mm. What you lack in self awareness, you also lack in awareness of other people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I can't think of anything to say because I'm so so intimidated. (laughs) But you know what I did like is that she did like, so she sets that up. She's like, I'm going to get on boo-boos and I'm going to just focus on being cute. And then the first guy comes out and... Whoa, 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 whoa. Excuse me. We can't rush to... I'm in charge. Okay. We are recapping the whole episode, general opinions, (laughs) and then we're going to move into specific observations moment to moment. Yeah, but otherwise, this is is like connected. (laughs) Okay. So it's like... Overall, so it's. <laughs> I could carry so on talking. I know you could, but you won't because of my power in the relation. So I, <laughs> I, I think it's really, <laughs> I think it's really great because. So she says like I'm gonna just be cute and nice, and then he goes to her after the, she's. He's like, what do you think of this first guy? And she's like, I really like you, and I like you. And I was like, that's really funny because she basically called like she does the punchline for her own setup. Yeah, she's an artiste. Mm. She's at work. Well, she's like John Kearns. She's like a really considered, like she plays the room. Yeah, so we're all agreeing. <laughs> I don't know why your tone is that you're disagreeing with me. You're a big fan of John Kearns? That was a very deep level of analysis. Yeah, like he... John Kearns, he plays the room. <laughs> As opposed to any other comedian. That's what I do. I'm at, I sit, picture me sitting in the audience, so theatre, watching John Kearns. Yeah. I'm clapping. <laughs> Looking around, yeah, mouthing, he's disruptive. playing the room. Yeah, you're disruptive. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. like it. I do no. get asked to leave, but I yeah. come back. You've been yeah. blacklisted. <laughs> because I'm black. <laughs> oh no, you're the heart of darkness. Also, Shanine, who was kind of a, a pretty evil character from last episode. I've just, oh, she was the great status leveler. She was telling everyone to stay in there. Stay she in was my lane. villain. Yeah, you hated her. Villain. Didn't you challenge her to a dance-off? I did. Was it a dance-off? I don't know, but now I'm thinking... If you it said wasn't... you wanted to fight her, but I feel like there was dancing involved. Okay, I feel like her. this is just something I that you're now... I think you're just now... saying that because this episode started with her. So she came out and then did She's Irish, Irish dance her. Champion. If I see something, skill. my brain will just put it like it's been that forever. What I found fascinating about that dance is that Shanine her, was wearing a really short dress. Yeah. And oh, were you fascinated time... by that, Nathan? And I was... <laughs> quite intrigued <laughs> yeah I wrote great view from the first row yeah she was trying so hard not to like flash puss to the front row yeah. like it was really I, she must have known that she was going to do that right I think that was the great status leveler for her is status leveler on your word of the day calendar today no Patrick just yeah, said I it I said it before Oh, you, I assume and we share calendar. a calendar. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I thought it was great. Why when Patrick says it, is everyone like just moving on? And then when I say it and call back to it, which is good comedy, nothing happens. Yeah, because you I know you're lexical. Everyone is Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't call you out for saying yeah, it. Yeah, but you're always not on my side. <laughs> I'm going to be on Mickey's side this episode. You, I, I've got my uh, eye I think this Nathan. will be like Shad's where like it won't work out. Um, everyone is my boo-boo. Uh, that is the anyway I think Shanine it's the great boo-boo status leveller it's the great who do you think you are mate calendar (laughs) (laughs) it's John Cohen I think Shanine set back UK Irish relations about 300 years and (laughs) I think that was a great start to the app so on with the show Uh, man number one the first man of the show it was Liam from Newcastle uh, either of you can take this first impressions comes out strong I think it came out strong my first impressions that he seems like a good guy like the kind of guy that would be the one to break up a fight outside of a club and call you a taxi home if you were too drunk I felt oh. like his, his bottom half had that vibe and his his sweet butt <laughs> yeah his upper half I felt like he had a confusing vibe I felt like he was like because his upper half was like quite intimidatingly. Um, he was ripped for the listener. He's ripped. He just had like giant arms, like 
That he doesn't make you intimidating. All... Like you're comfortable around me. They were eleven was... feet long each okay. one. Just because he was touching the audio, size of the studio. audio medium doesn't mean that people can't look you up. You don't have giant arms. <laughs> I have the same. I have a Johnny Bravo frame. You... I think you've said that on previous episodes. <laughs> Seems Stop like that's trying to make that a thing. It's it really not a goes thing. around your head a lot day to day. Yeah. <laughs> How can I fold this into conversation? It's really easy to disprove. <laughs> what did he say? He called everybody Mama. Yeah. Mm. Oh, you never done that. I call my mum Mama. <laughs> oh, that's true. I don't know. I just thought. I just thought he. Had I a... don't. I confess. I confess. <laughs> I call her Mummy Boo Boo. <laughs> she doesn't let me. I call her Catherine. <laughs> Do you want to say Catherine? No. Oh. But um, this was also a total whiteout. Um, worth mentioning. He because he was a handsome guy. He was stacked. He's wearing a Very tight handsome. tight shirt. People liked it. So there's a lot yeah. of white. You know, Emily said, "Oh yeah, he's packed in all right." Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. like that. She, I like that a lot. She liked that his uh, he he had to force his body into his clothes. Yeah, yeah. he tucked his dick and scrotum right yeah. into those jeans, and you can see them pushing out. Yeah, yeah. that's what I like. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> you and Emily are very much in common. We're, we're very much kindred spirits. We're twin cities. Uh, what I liked is um, <laughs> Risha's line, which says, "I can't with this." I think she just said. I will drown myself. Oh yeah, she said yeah. I will kill myself. Yeah. <laughs> That's because then love threats. You guys are not telling the story of this. That's I know, because... but the vibe was she wanted to kill herself yeah. for him. That's the subtext. Yeah. That was the vibe. That was not the, no, that's the text. <laughs> That was kind of the text. Because <laughs> we found out in videotape one uh, that he's a lifeguard. Oh, that's it. Yeah, he that's is a lifeguard. He saves lives. He guards them with his life. Uh, he throws his body in front of the bullets that are chlorine water. Yeah. And Risha was like, I want to drown. I want. I will drown for you so that you'll bring me back with CPR. Mm. Yeah. That, so it's what we said. She is willing to end her own life. I thought it was more yeah, like Without a... the context. That's <laughs> very confusing. Yeah, just, uh, Risha, what do you think? I'll drown myself. <laughs> All right, let's move on. I'll kill myself for you. Yeah. Oh, in the Isle of Fernando. <laughs> Here. Yeah. Now. I've got the blade. <laughs> You know how many? What I liked was how many lights turned off when he when it was like he spends time with his mum. Boo boo. People don't like that. People don't want the mum interfering. I always yeah. hate it. But I think I think the women see it as competition. I think they see it if a man is too close to his mother, then she will judge her unfairly. Mm. And she'll like interfere. She'll want to see what she looks like. Bang in. She'll want to like really like get like the stats. Yeah. Mm. I I just befriend the mum. You know. Befriend her, get close. Yeah, that's, and that's the game why plan. Are you, that's why are you saying it like that. No, just that's be part nice of the family. You're saying like yeah. it's a Machiavellian scheme. It's very sweet. I get to know yeah. her and <laughs> get on very well with my mum. Form yeah. a relationship yeah. and uh, you know establish a lifelong bond. Yeah. <laughs> the end. <laughs> yes. It's not that sinister. <laughs> but it could be. You know, you don't know yet. We're I only, do. We're only in Act One. Of life. Of you and me. Oh, no, this is... We're in the epilogue. This is, <laughs> <laughs> this is fully drawing down. Yeah, and this play has been going on for a long time. Yeah. It's really dragging its heels. Our relationship is so close to the end, I'm about to look it up on Wikipedia so I can read the synopsis. Ah, nice. <laughs> See the reviews. Yeah. Ooh, not positive. <laughs> this was not well received at the time. Uh, so the, the thing that really stood out this segment okay. is Leon, when he says uh, he gets his dad to wash his car... Yeah. I'm like, your dad is a fucking cuck, mate. Yeah. He cucks his dad, and his dad comes on live television or national television and confesses 
you bitch. It was really embarrassing. This is how their family works. Like, uh, one is born, one uh, gives birth. The child then takes the place of the father, yeah. subjugates them, and then so on and so on and so on. Is that reincarnation? No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, dominance. It's, it's like a uh, platonic... Oedipus. I know. The I'm law just, of the it's jungle. It's really boring. So, um, <laughs> I... It was boring. What? I was sitting there trying to be like, yeah. is this good? Oh, is this I you think being, it was bad. Is this you, you being on graph. my side? Is this you being on my side? <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. Ugh, okay. It's not, it's not real. You though, should hang out with my mum more often. Uh, fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> fuck this podcast. All of them saw this date as an opportunity to get uh, his dad to clean their cars. <laughs> but I, I like when Alicia was like, she really dug the, the dad. She also has a mini... And she was like, your dad can clean. And then Patty was like, you want Liam's dad to clean your mini? And it was really filthy. And it was very clearly filthy because everyone was laughing. And she just went, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she didn't understand. Well, in a previous drive. episode, we said that Minnie's was their butt. <laughs> I think well, Max's is some of their butts, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Big butts. Okay, oh, that's body shaming. I am a gentleman. No, but it's positive. It's not. It's body congratulating. Ugh. Different culture. Congratulations. Different <laughs> <laughs> they have big butts. I don't know where we are in society now with the butt. Can you? What do you mean? Yeah. Well, you know, what are they? What are our butts supposed to look like? Uh, big. Should I? Should I have a big butt or a small butt? You should have... Yeah, Patrick's really upset because his butt shrunk recently. And yeah, I lost some weight and my butt got smaller. Yeah, my butt got smaller. Now it's uncomfortable to sit down. <laughs> It's true, it's, it's less comfortable. I Nobody told me that. I have no ass. So like, I'm uncomfortable all the time. Yeah. yeah. But like, I think big you butt, if it. you put on loads of weight, you would find what it's like to have a wonderful cushion. But I, I can't put on weight. Like, I, it just oh, doesn't work. Oh, okay. <laughs> humble oh, brag. Yeah. But like, but I think, I think, uh, have you seen butt implants are starting to explode? As in, people, they're very popular. <laughs> 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 These things are blowing up. <laughs> Have you seen? <laughs> Have you seen? Anyway, welcome back to TMZ Cast. Uh, no, um, I gotta get some. They're they're blowing up in people's butts. They're, they're... Yeah, I think I heard about that. Mm. <laughs> well, it's the dodgy ones, isn't there? Like some, is like... like a whoopee cushion. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they explode and everyone laughs <laughs> while your butt just hangs open like in a cartoon when someone puts like a plug at the end of a shotgun it just like blows up yeah but um I wonder who's got the biggest butt in the world yeah in the three of us I think <laughs> it's combined <laughs> let's have a butt off yeah I think it's me do you think you've got a bigger butt than me uh probably now <laughs> 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 now that your butt has shrunk yeah but like, I'm not fighting fit do you not think I have a huge ass? No, it's pretty small. I don't think you have a huge ass. Can you get like a, a bigger ass just through a workout? Could you do a workout where you just get a, like a big yeah, ass? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Those so you could be like, like really weak and frail, but like a huge rock hard no, ass. Your legs would get day. big as well. Yeah. The kind of ass that could like crack someone's knuckle. Crack their knuckle? Yeah. As in like... It, it was in there. Right. New tense. Why is it in there? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Need I explain? <laughs> yeah, yeah, go on. Okay, um, the male G spot is ah, located primarily in, in the, the man coochie. <laughs> primarily, <laughs> it also hangs out in some people. Well, it depends who scratch it. Oh, imagine if your um, prostate could hang out. If you're, I guess it can, because your ass can invert. Yeah, you can pink sock. Mm. <laughs> That's something else we'll look into. Uh, screaming into recap number one. 
We had Carl and Rachel. Yes. It's a very successful date. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was quite dull. I thought the date was pretty bad. I'm sorry. She spent most of the day barfing. Yeah. I'm not buying this she for also a said second. When they, when they first got on the boat, she was like, I love boats. She just implied she spent a lot of time on boats. So that was a brag that was instantly... Not brag. That was a... Bluff, lie. A bluff. A lie. Fib. Yeah, a mistruth. Yeah. That was immediately unearthed. Out of but a I think Carl gullet. was... Um, <laughs> Carl was trying to make her feel better. He said, I was trying to make her feel better by singing the Irish National Anthem. And <laughs> Great move. Correct. You always want to pull that on a first date. That's oh. wonderful. This <laughs> will cheer her up. <laughs> no, but like that's... Ideal, like if you feel sick, bring out a shanty. That's why pirates are always singing on boats. You, like, oh, this is xenophobic. You think an, uh, the Irish national anthem <laughs> is a, a shanty? It's a sea shanty. Uh, yeah, I was sitting in my room. I had a big flagon of beer, yeah. and I switched it side to side while he was singing. There was beer yeah. everywhere. It's an anthem. It's. I already said it. It's not called something else. If you sing anything that you sing at sea, That's becomes a shanty. True. It's not true. If you sing Radiohead's Paranoid Android on a lilo. It becomes a shanty. <laughs> Sounds like you've done that. I yeah. do. <laughs> that does feel. Primavera. I, <laughs> I go to the beach, lie on my lilo and scream Paranoid Android. Yeah. The, la- the landlord hates it. I go with my landlord. <laughs> Wait, you're the pool? <laughs> you mean your mum? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, do you have a pool at your house or do you bring your landlord? I go to the, the beach. I don't have pools in Luton. <laughs> Imagine we that. We have one pool. You have a swimming pool in Luton? Well, it's... Yeah, of course they were. <laughs> Why wouldn't puddle. they? It's too bleak. Whole lidos are bleak. Lidos a... in London are so bleak. We have a pool. It doesn't have water in it. Yeah. It's just full of trolleys. It just has an old yeah. angry man. <laughs> the mayor. <laughs> Stay out of this. <laughs> the water will come back one day. He's holding it back with his hands. <laughs> when the rains come. <laughs> what are we even talking about? I don't uh, know. You're supposed to be leading. You're doing a fucking terrible job. I'm crushing. <laughs> uh, Carl and Christina had a great day. They were into it. Man number two um, comes <laughs> screaming down the lift. I'm like, who's this guy at regular no. pace? Jonathan from Cardiff. First note, I wrote, this guy is fucking doomed. He looks like a guy who works in IT and was fired for downloading porn. He had no, he had no chance. He had no chance. I feel so sorry because me too. Um, this one was brutal. What started with a lift ended with an emotional roller. Was it George? George Jett was like, "You are oh. like a nice guy." Yeah. She's yeah, like, you... everyone was like, "No, you're not for me." And like Claire's like roasting Ugh. him. She's like, "You aren't funny." What, what's the thing that he said? What was the little joke? He that said, he made? "I'm glad I got off at the right floor." He said, "I'm glad I got mm. off at the right Nothing floor." Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So. He does that. People laugh, right? It's like it's like a little joke. And then Claire said, "You made it." She said, "I liked it. you made a joke." She went, "Nobody laughed," which wasn't true. And then she goes, "But it's nice that you tried." Yeah, she's mean. Also, it's like she's trying to mark out. Her. If you watch her, whenever like Patty makes jokes, you often see her make a face of like, "Ooh, like that wasn't very good." Yeah, it's like have some, you. You can't. Your thing can't be being funny, and then no one else gets to be funny. She I think she mean. thinks she is. Fulfilling the role that Farah is actually fulfilling, yeah, as like the fun, like comic relief. Yeah, Farah yeah. is great. Every time you get a cutaway to Farah, gold. Yeah, yeah. every give time you go Farah, to Farah, give me a shad. Yeah, she's a non-person from now on. She's a non-person. She doesn't exist. Also, his vid, his video was doing it for him. <laughs> yeah, he didn't. I mean love me hot help. chocolate. He... I love archery bowling. He's a poet. It's not going well. Poetry. Everybody knows that poetry sucks. Yeah, netball. Because Just... he's, he's being himself. 
Yeah. Don't be yourself. This is this show is the opposite of Queer Eye. <laughs> it's very saying, heteronormative. Yeah, it's heteronormative, and it's don't be different in any way because you'll be publicly rejected and humiliated. There is I, zero I think French that's. Talks. I think Queer Eye is like university. You know, when you discover yourself and you become more who you were. This is high school. Hundred percent. Yeah. This is high school. This and everybody's like, learning. Yeah, everyone's learning, yeah. but everyone's just desperately trying to fit in. Except for like three people who are like, I am different because they've figured out that their identity is being different, whatever that means. And they just wear black and listen to whatever you want. You're describing me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like whatever you are, Nathan. In the end, it was really brutal. Uh, He got a total blackout. Uh, He said, I'm still smiling to Paddy, but we got the strong impression that he was feeling some deep emotional hurt. And then it turned out his love at first light was Georgette, and she was so yeah. upset, she started crying. Yeah. <laughs> that was... And then everyone was really emotional. It was a really horrible, painful moment of, like, he's a really nice guy. Why are we doing this to him? Yeah, and she, really like, she, like, comes out and, like, gives him a hug and says, you're lovely. It was just, it was really, it just showed how sweet she was. Genuinely nice person. And it's one yeah. of those moments where she kind of, I think, from out of the gate, saw through, like, the pageantry of television and was like, this is a guy. This guy, she could see that he's probably going to be doomed. Mm. And she's like, guys, let's not be too cruel. Yeah. Yeah, we're here to, like, sort of, like, play that game and, like, you know. Yeah. But ultimately, this guy's got to go home tonight. This yeah. is a person. And it I think was, she really, like, reinforced real, that. Yeah, it was a real moment mm. of, like, humanity mm. in a show that, you know, can sometimes be maybe a little bit superficial. It was really, It was really beautiful. It was really nice. And he goes, guess it's back to Cardiff in my circus class. <laughs> <laughs> Which let us know that he's learned nothing. <laughs> um, okay, uh, next recap. We had Alison and Jamie. Jamie the hippie. Oh my God. But if you remember, uh, Jamie was my villain of the week last week. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. this yeah. just reinforced why. Why yeah. was he your villain? Because um, he looked like Freddy Krueger and he haunted my dreams. Which he did. <laughs> And we did do battle, right? <laughs> In your dreams, and uh, he lost because he's a bitch. But he was like, he was like, uh, he just sucked. He gave, he had no chat. How can you be in a taxi with someone? So in the day, like him and um, what's the date called again? Alison. Him and so Jamie and Alison are in the cab, and they just sit there in silence. There was more dialogue in the artist. They said absolutely nothing to each other, and it's just like, I mean, she could have made a bit of an effort as well, but. It's a rock solid no likey for them too. And good luck. I wish them both luck. I hope they find what they're looking for. I don't. I hope Jamie continues to search like a Greek oh, villain. You wish him a lifetime of unfulfilled Yeah, emptiness. like Sisyphus. Right. Pushing that rock. Who? <laughs> Todd Sisyphus. Oh, Todd. My landlord. Oh, yeah. oh, <laughs> and mum. Look at me, Todd. I'm saying it. What am I like? <laughs> Todd loves it. Stop pushing that boulder. <laughs> Um, man number three enters from stage above. Uh, Nick. Yes. <laughs> yes, they do do that. They do do that. It's Nick. And guess where he's from? Pontefract. Oh, I can't believe you. Okay. I, I, I was watching that and I was like, you could say that to me four times and I wouldn't know what that was. Pontefract. Is Pontefract. Yeah. I, to be honest, I'm That's not That's an impossible familiar. town name. Is it a town? I have Somewhere no up north. Oh yeah, because Farah said, "I have no idea where you're from in the world. Maybe near Plymouth, because it started with a P." Great. Yeah, yeah, great. Yeah, she has no idea where anything is or what anything <laughs> is. It I is love her. Farah's 
brand and it's she really sticks funny. to it like glue on a piece of paper. But what's fascinating, because like, I was making notes like as it, like beat by beat as it's going along. So my first note was- He's my, hot by the way, he's a cutie. He was a cutie, but like my first notes and both were vindicated was, uh, I just I wrote, he looks like a teenage emo who just started to DJ, which is half true because he did reveal himself later to used to have been a rocker. Yeah, yeah. I thought he produced EDM. Yeah, and I would, I'd dance. Mm. Whatever, he, whatever he makes, I will dance to. Uh, he said some nice girls <laughs> <laughs> like when he was supposed to write down his uh, love at first light he was really taking a look some nice some girls, nice girls. But some. there was that close up on Lucy and I was like it looks like she's creaming her fucking jeans that's yeah. what I thought that's yeah. what I thought as well mm. I thought she was like finally one for me because he had tattoos and he looks kind of hipstery yeah should we just tattoos. should we just get to it let's go straight into it Patrick do you want to do the reveal Lucy is Nick's ex-girlfriend Oh my god. Plot twist. Everyone's freaking out. Everyone it only comes mind. out after about four or five minutes into the audition and everybody loses <laughs> their mind. It is an audition. <laughs> <laughs> the but, it's not even like they're just uh, for a boyfriend. Like, it was a serious relationship. Three were, years. Yeah, they went out for three years. It she is. was the love of his life. Yeah. And you can see it. She dumped him and now the tables have turned. Well, not really. The tables are similar. Yeah. It, it genuinely seems like this is being found out on the show because both he and her are very surprised that they're being sort of, that they're across from each other. Yeah. yeah. I'm too cynical to believe they didn't know that. I think they it's true. They must, because they must have a system for establishing if contestants know each other. I, I don't know. This really in. seemed like, because no, they were both the a little bit emotional. Producers would know. I don't think they know. But yeah. I, the producers definitely know. They would know, but keep it secret, I guess. But anyway, so he, the first, Paddy, he says, he's like, but you kept your line on, right, to Lucy. Because, you know, X would be like, okay, no, thank you. Uh, but she goes, yeah, because I don't want to hurt him again. That was intense. That was emotional a little bit. Like well, she I was... thought she beat him. <laughs> I read that like there was a sort of physical <laughs> element to their relationship. Yeah. Yeah. She she's a dragon lady. Yeah. She's like, I don't want to bang him out again. Yeah, I don't it want was, to have to hurt him again. <laughs> it was really like, emotional, though. Like, the whole thing was kind of... Alicia goes, well, he's my boyfriend now, which no one liked. And then <laughs> Farah <then Farrah>, goes, <laughs> oh, my God, he's my ex-husband. <laughs> yeah. It's very funny. That's because we know she's funny. It's already established. But Alicia, you've got to put in the hours in advance to these sorts of things. It's like when um, you're about to go for a dunk and, like, someone misses the shot, then you come in and, like, come up and then, then dunk. Have you done that? That's what Farah does. But I'm the guy that misses often. <laughs> Is this netball again? Are you netball? Yeah, when I'm playing netball. You're constantly trying to dunk. I help with the alley-oop. Uh, so I'm still part of it. Yeah. It's not what an alley-oop is. It's not a second. In Netflix. In also, the, the netball net basket would immediately fall down if you dunked. <laughs> yeah. It often does. Uh, <laughs> it lands straight on your head. You dunk yourself. From dunk to dunk. Oh, my God. Um, it's, it's just really... I, I can't imagine... I've got to say, I hated almost every... Because I think Lucy was trying to be all the, like... Oh, I'm going through something really profound here, but I think she's a stone cold villain in this situation. She left the light on. It put him in such a difficult position where he should have turned a light off and been like, "Fuck you! You broke up with me. Why have I got to be like?" Would you do that? To... Yeah, I thought it was really manipulative. Fuck no! If I, I was in front of some was... of my ex-boyfriends, I would jump them immediately. <laughs> That's the thing. I don't. I would slam them out. So if you want to take me out. Well, I, I'm never breaking up with you and then appearing on Jamie Oliver. I wouldn't <laughs> recommend it. It's specific. That'd be fascinating if like, you guys broke up and both of your instincts was to go and take me out. Yeah, I'd just be like, 
Turn the light off. Well, you already made your choice. And I got my Patrick. <laughs> Don't hurt me I, again. I have such a good relationship with your mom. <laughs> this is the moment you're going to remember. She's just like, yeah, I think about him all the time. It's my most recent series. You don't think about him all the time. I don't Look know. Look where you are. Look where you both are. I think this is... I think, you're hungry for different dick and puss. You've I think this is like... You know, like the beginning of uh, Before Sunset. When it's like he talks about the end of Before Sunrise because he's written the book. And he's just like, this is about whether you're a romantic or you're a pessimist. Mm. You know, because it's like however you interpret that end. Did they meet up or did they not meet up? And then I think you're a pessimist. I'm a romantic. So I'm like, this is genuinely real and this is happening. And they're now married and it's beautiful. And you're that guy who's like neutral. <laughs> yeah, you're the one who didn't get it. And then walks out of the cinema. Right? The guy. I like Avengers. I come out of uh, the, the next screen and I've just seen Avengers. Yeah. And like, I, I like that. that. That was what I like. Um, so, so you thought I, it was all... No, it's not so much that I thought it was... Um, part of me thought there's no way. It was more just that I thought Lucy was... I thought she was in the wrong. I thought it was playing out as like this big emotional reunion and I think he didn't have a choice. No, he wanted it. I, I think he wanted it. This is a second it. chance. This yeah. is... She's only going to hurt him again. Probably. No. On the Isle of As Fernandos. someone who's been... <laughs> as someone who's taken an ex back like, hey, <laughs> we're going to make it until the forevers now. That should have been his you... question. Uh, if I take you to the Isle of Fernandez, <laughs> will you hurt me? <laughs> will you break my heart? Well, they didn't even do... They threw all convention out the window. There were no questions. They didn't ask any questions. And there was no love at first light. Yeah, because he didn't... They didn't even mention it. They cut it out because he didn't didn't write her down. Yeah, and that's true. And they're editing uh, what they want. No, I think he genuinely... I think he genuinely loves her. Yeah. He still loves her. Yeah, he said she broke my heart. Yeah, she's the one. She's the one that got away. Yeah. But that's a really profound lesson. Um, in you think someone's not good enough for you, you're like, no, I think I still need to go out in the world. You mm. go out in the world, people are like, <laughs> nah. Yeah. You're like, okay, now I'll go back to the person that does actually yeah. love me for me. I'll settle. Yeah. He was publicly settled for. Okay. Um, anyway. I can't wait to see that day. Yeah, that's going to be a great day. Also, we haven't mentioned, um, we were really expecting this episode to start with full penetration, but it didn't actually play out. Oh, oh yeah, that was my prediction from last week. And that was because of this recap, Kim and Rob. Yeah, Nathan, I'm sorry, but I want your take. Man. I <laughs> think there was a profound lesson here. Mm. So last week... Uh, oh, another one. Uh, <laughs> what a surprise. This so is many my lessons. lesson. Well, like last I week, have like, an extended analogy for this. Rob was like the hero of last week. He yeah. was like... Yeah. He, he's technically perfect. He was a 10 out of 10 man. He was like accomplished. He was a, His career was awesome. He was a dancer who danced with like amazing celebrities. I think Beyonce was amongst them. Uh, his first choice was Kim. He chose Kim. And it seemed like she really liked him. So it's like, oh, this is amazing. That was yeah. actually really... We thought this was going to be... Yeah, really romantic. Rob's... Yeah. So it turns out that Rob has everything except chat. He is the most boring man alive. He's evil. He's, he's a cartoon arrogant. villain. Yeah, also he's incredibly arrogant. He's so boring arrogant. and arrogant. And it's like, okay, this is a really profound lesson. Like, you can think someone's perfect from the outside. Mm. And I like, really idolise him. And object- you know, you objectify someone because of their beauty. I and mean, they're just vacuous inside he sucked he mm. was awful i really really enjoyed kim's um talking head at the end where oh she God. was like 
yeah, I'm not going to go on another date with Rob. I couldn't think of anything worse. <laughs> she was oh, slamming really? him on the date. He was like, uh, uh, he just kept talking about being in the VIP and how since 13 he'd been going to fashion shows and dancing everywhere. Oh. And she just was tuning out. She, he started the date by saying he loves expensive things. Yeah, he was like, this champagne's going to be shit. He's like, I'm really used to it. And then she jokingly said she liked Lambrini. And then he was just like, ugh, and turned his nose up at her. He was like... a. a a proper snob, a proper yeah. diva. That's yeah. a funny. That's a funny tag in. Yeah. I like Lambrini. Great. Yeah. The the table is set. Let's play around with that for a bit. He was like, no. Oh, that's Kim. Disgusting. Kim is a hero. Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah. And like, she just checked she out with the cats. Yeah. And then the cat doesn't. So like, there's a moment like she's checking out and uh, like some, like yeah, there's a couple a cat of cats to come towards yeah. her and a cat comes up to her. She's playing with it. He tries to get involved and tries to like summon a cat to him, and it just is not interested. Yeah, which I think again is yeah, great and symbolism. Then, and then he has no soul. It's like goes, in Simpsons when Bart tries to go through the sliding doors and they don't change for him. Yeah, it was yeah. He has no soul. He's a piece of shit. Hundred percent. Yeah. Mm. Like someone that I always think like on a date, like I'd want to go and what well, like maybe looked on paper like a boring date. Like let's just go for drinks. Because mm. if you can't just like sit in a bar and have a conversation with someone, then what's the fucking point you yeah. can do something yeah go rock climbing great or to have mm. like some big experience but what you're liking is the experience rather than like just who someone is on the inside yeah yeah i profoundly disagree with you i think um you want to go bowling that's the same that's first date every time i do a complete go bowling, 180 crush <laughs> score score a 300 um balloons come down from the ceiling every blows everyone's minds you've impressed them so much that you you forget that they're there completely Go from there to the after party. <laughs> Crush. The, the, the bowling after party. Yeah, usually it's upstairs. <laughs> um, you are kissing the general manager of Bowlerama. And then you turn around, she's still there. And she goes, I thought we were going to talk. And you say, did you? <laughs> and then you give her your business card. And then you just start dancing. Because you've been a professional dancer since the age of 13. That's just pretty, pretty good. good tactic. That because is I what our we first date was like. Yeah. <laughs> and it works. It works. Yeah. I was like... Two and a half years later. Do you still speak to that uh, manager from the Bolarama? Yeah, that was my dad. <laughs> and why were <laughs> Don't you... Don't you remember? Why were you macking on him? <laughs> because that's an Oedipal move. Yeah. The father must teach the son how to kiss. Right. Yeah. Right yeah, yeah, on yeah. the first date each time in case he forgets. <laughs> yeah. Well, how did you guys learn to kiss? Mm. Well, I've never learned to kiss. Right. I, okay. did, I did it with my first boyfriend. Ah, uh, yes. Hans. Joris. Joris? <laughs> I knew it was a Dutch sounding name. <laughs> Joris? He was so bad. Oh, don't be kissing out Joris. He yeah, might well, I this. feel really bad because like he was... Well, he might, he's probably a better kisser now. How old was he at the time? I'll try again. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't. No, please don't. Oh, okay. Well, Joris. you know, you were... You, thinking I was being mean to Yoris, so like I'm gonna, yeah, gonna give it fair. another yeah. go. How old were you when you kissed Yoris? I was thirteen. Okay. When I had my first kiss. How old is he? He was twenty nine years old. <laughs> he was <29. laughs> he still he was, couldn't kiss. He was thirteen as well. My dad <laughs> still calls him the Lord of the Rings, uh, because he bought me a ring <laughs> and I dumped him two weeks later. <laughs> <laughs> my dad thinks that's, that's a, ice cold. Yeah, my dad thinks that's a, such a harsh story. Your it's dad like, talks about all... your first boyfriend a lot. That's all he talks about. Yeah. He really, he really does actually. He brings well, him up constantly. Yeah, he does. He also, your dad calls me Lord of the Rings, but for different reasons. Because of your anus. <laughs> um, no, because I'm always smashing in your rings. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I can't 
with you never ask him why. He always calls me. I just thought it was something very personal between the two of you that I didn't want to know. He nudges me. He nudges yeah. me. Uh, because our first date involved you kissing your own dad, yeah. I thought you were going to maybe have a very confusing relationship with my dad as well. I'm not confused by my relationship with my dad. It's very straightforward. He runs the bowling alley and I kiss him. <laughs> <laughs> very black and white to me. We don't go outside of that. We have boundaries. And it is the edge of the bowling alley. <laughs> and that way you never get a gutter. And I hit 300 every time. Because <sighs> I know a man on the inside and that's my dad. My first kiss was in front of everyone. I, Why we in the world? There. We didn't yeah, see it. It was an assembly. The headmaster <laughs> brought me out and said, right now, Nathan. <laughs> and apparently one of the boys thinks he can kiss. So let's find out. And I see not... Max. He's been talking the talk. That's how he walks the walk. They beat a big drama. It's like that scene in Eyes Wide Shut. But like, <laughs> Tom Cruise infiltrates the party. I, got a uh, I thought it was like the scene in Matilda when Bruce has to eat the cake. <laughs> oh, that was late when I had to eat out someone's bottle. <laughs> it was aggressive. I had butt all over my face. Oh, nice. Uh, no, it was at a house party. So I kissed uh, Zimbabwe. Uh, this guy was crushing on forever. Name? Yoris? Uh, uh, I will. Let's <laughs> <laughs> call her Lord of the Rings uh, because she stole my jewelry. Uh, um, so we, name, kiss. please, name. Name check. Uh, Jenny. Yes. Name You're check. lying. Please bleep it out. There's a. Um, so we we're kissing and like we both had braces. It was just metal on metal, <laughs> just like clanging. Oh, brilliant. Clang, 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 clang. And uh, creating sound. How old were you? Uh, late. It was like 16. Oh, yeah. And um, maybe, yes, probably 16, maybe 17. Virgin. Well, you didn't want to get a boner. Oh, I was bowed out hard. <laughs> and I was wearing shorts, so it was visible. Very short shorts. It was a belt, <laughs> really. Very short. I could tuck it into the belt, but it was very visible. I was just wearing a WWE Tag Team Champion belt. <laughs> and that's how you got the kiss. <laughs> I won the kiss. Uh, <laughs> But then, because I had only seen like kissing really in movies where kissing is a prelude to sex, so I went from like media like face mac to neck mac in front of a poorly attended house party at my house, and oh, she was nice. meeting like, let's bring this to a rapid stop. It was a real origin moment. I was like, neck okay, mac. this is who I am. Yeah. When is, you were macking the neck, did you do the love bite suction or were you just licking and kissing? What was your... Uh, it was more like Pepe Le Pew style, like... <laughs> Mon chéri. It was so if grotesque. Anything, you de-escalated. You had, braces. you had braces still when you were 16. Yes, yeah, so you could see like the, the track marks on her neck where I was pushing my teeth and dressing. Oh, yeah. But um, yeah. Yeah, so I had braces from end of... High school into the first year of sixth form. Oh, wow. Nathan, you're so lucky that you grew up to be as handsome as you are because it's just... <laughs> it's... Can't comment, but... Uh, but I think the... you look like shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're weird. Patrick, what, what was your first kiss? Um, I think I was... Uh, I was either 13 or 14, and it's a girl called Chloe, and we were all at someone's house... I just remember it just became very clear that she was going to kiss me and I'd never kissed anybody. She was the year above. She Ooh. was going to kiss me. And then I was freaking out because everyone was there. Uh, so I went to the toilet. <laughs> I went to the toilet for a Have while a just to, to, to baff it out. And I'd done baffing. No, just uh, <laughs> freak out and be like, oh, how can I, should I just leave? And uh, then I went back out to the garden and as soon as I sat down, she was like, bam. And then we made up. Tongues? 14? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 baby. 
But it was. I did. Wasn't. Um, I don't think. She, I don't remember if she was a good or bad kisser. I just remember feeling. Like I, I had no control whatsoever. Like I just have to let this happen because it's something that you have to do. But it wasn't anything I was excited yeah, about. Yeah, that's still your vibe when we kiss. <laughs> yeah, I bath it right before. <laughs> I do. I go to the toilet. I bath it. I come back. Quick peck on the cheek. Okay. Uh, right. So recap number four. We had Amy and the self-styled Prince. So I'm. Prince this Ryan. Is, this is a tough one because I have my, my prediction from last week was that like Oedipus, he would have sex with her <laughs> and tear out his eyes, which sadly did not happen. So did that up. not happen? I feel like I need to rewatch it. In a symbolic sense, it did, but it didn't happen in a literal sense because I that's well, a bit bummed about that. One thing that did happen was remember last week when we had this conversation where you were like, he said nice, nice, nice gnashes, and we were like, he said nice teeth. And then we all settled on, yeah, he did definitely say nice teeth. He opens, opens right. the date yeah. with, she just has a nice set of gnashes. And I went back to last week, and she, he said gnashes there. Did he? No. Vindicated! No. I have been vindicated. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> oh, I was sure he didn't say gnashes. But he, he is a little boy. Like, I mean, he's a giant man. He's got some thick trunk-like legs. But he um, he makes no attempt at doing anything even vaguely flirty. He keeps high fiving her. He jumps <laughs> off the wall and goes sick. He like, <laughs> he would have gotten on really well with the skateboard man. Like yeah. they they he's got a real playful energy, but he definitely doesn't want to pull out that hog and sling it anywhere. <laughs> he's yeah, he's naive. Uh, he is just really desperate for love. I, think I don't think he's desperate either. I think he's just like <laughs> it's just like this wide-eyed little puppy. He was on his way to go and get his hat with a little propeller on it. And then he stumbled into this studio and then ended up on a date. And he's like, I'm having a lovely time. I'm here with my mom. It was a likey. And I, I had likey dot 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 question mark. Because I, I don't understand how that was a likey. There's no chemistry between yeah. them whatsoever. Uh, and now we are uh, uh, screaming into our last man. <laughs> and guess what? You'll never guess. It is Glenn. And he's from Glasgow. First note, doomed. You had Doom. Yeah. Yeah, I thought so too. Surprisingly little lights turned off. He, he yeah. only had uh, six off, but he was uh, he's, he wasn't conventionally handsome. He's wearing a like, mad Technicolor shirt, crazy glasses. He wasn't a good dancer. I read that he was dressed like an imaginary friend. <laughs> he, he was... Yeah. He looked like he could fell a, a majestic oak. And he's a professional no. bagpiper? Yeah, that was a... That That's was an oxymoron. <laughs> yes. you're an oxymoron you're an oxymoron thank you yeah. good one thank you I tried okay. a high five um, no, but I... you know there was something about him he had like a charm he was very comfortable in himself he looked like yeah. he didn't really care what yeah. anybody thought about um, him he was like a witch with no spell book no charms that's all we got time for this week. <laughs> so, uh... He's a professional, but I feel like there was a lot of. I'm just gonna blow right past <laughs> that. No, stop, stop clapping yourself. There... You're so lucky we let you do the punchline to that. Okay, well that's the end of the episode. Uh, classic. Now what we have to do is decide who was the hero and who was the villain for mm. everybody out of the three of us. Let's start with Mickey. Who was your hero? My hero was Kim. Mm. Fair. My hero was Kim. I think she. You know, she went into that date with so much expectation and she was just let down so much. And I think what I liked was that she didn't just let him get away with it. I think she believed in herself and, and wanted more for herself. 
<laughs> so emotional. <laughs> Mickey is in floods of tears. <laughs> you can see her now. Yeah. Um, great, Nathan. Uh, Georgette. Nice. The hero. Yeah, great I think hero of the week. Georgette. I think she was the the moral compass of this week's episode. I yeah. think she she really proved herself. <laughs> she really impressed me. Nathan mm. also in floods of tears now. Yeah. Um, Just one big glob tear. Yeah, yeah. you only do It's one. quite disgusting. Yeah, it's it's yeah. like a water balloon. Pick it up. <laughs> it hurts. It hurts my yeah. eyes. <laughs> my hero was also Georgette. Um, oh, you guys are always agree. Yeah, obvious choice. Uh, I, I actually couldn't like think of one after the episode. And then um, during this record, I realized it was Georgette the whole time. Mm. Mm. She did. She saw through the whole facade of this crazy mixed up show and life. Yeah. Know? Yeah, I think that's completely fair. She was a prophet. My uh, hero was also Georgette. No, you already said Georgette. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to be a part of this. Um, But I'll tell you what, Nathan, who was your villain? Uh, Inverse of last week. Last week, I think my hero was Rob. Mm -hmm. This week, he's taken villain. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it's tough competition because we've still got fucking Surf and Freddy Krueger, but I've already dealt with that There's a lot of competition. So, Rob... (laughs) I may, I may regret this. I may regret this because uh, I think you're a pretty strong man. And he has famous friends. He does have famous friends. But I'm going to see you in Call the VIP out. area of the club. I'll probably I'll be on the side of the rope. I, I know myself. I do not have VIP access. Mm. But I will be standing at the rope, calling you out, screaming your name over the loud music. <laughs> yeah. So, do you want to take me on in front of Beyonce? You're going to risk it? I think I, you probably will. I play dirty, boy. <laughs> <laughs> we may be in the club, but it's going to play like a street fight. So, Rob, I'm calling you out. You're my right. villain of the week. You're going to throw sand in his eyes. Um, and where can he find you? Uh, if you, if you want to take <laughs> me on, sakes. I will poison you. Yeah. Uh, I will po- <laughs> you always do this. Yeah. It's Just too much. Just say your socials. Don't go back into the story of your attack. <laughs> I will poison you. <laughs> This is, a, this is supposed to be this is supposed to be like a fun way in which we can plug our social media. And you make it impossible. <laughs> I just, wanted to know my tactics. Just do it or in I one wanted, beat. I wanted to think he knows my tactics. Oh, so okay. Rob. So you won't poison you. Well, if you want to risk poisoning, <laughs> find me on Instagram at Nathan Dicey Roberts, <laughs> all one word, or at Twitter at Mr. Dicey Roberts. Yeah. You should change one of those so they're the same. Uh, I can't change it on um, Twitter. But Someone's got Nathan Dicey Roberts. I think it exceeds the word count, uh, the, 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 the character count. Well, then change your Instagram to Mr. Dicey No, Roberts. I like that better. As you're splitting your brand and it's a problem. Um, I just go on Instagram. I don't yeah. care. Just, Let you him, find everything there. Yeah. Take that don't, if you, you don't have to follow me. If it's too much hassle, <laughs> don't do it. You do have it. the option. People do it, if you feel like your hands, your, your feet are being held against the coals, don't do it. Is do that it, one guys. Of the it's totally, yeah. it's totally worth it. He uh, talks about film. My <laughs> <laughs> Mickey's villain. My villain is Claire. Yep. Fair. I think it's been a. I think it's been episodes now where I've been annoyed by her mean streak, and I think this this episode I'm calling her out, Claire. Mm. Uh, if you want to have a riff off. Okay. I, I'm a. I think you might lose this. So. I'm a semi-professional comedian. <laughs> Easy. And uh, <laughs> and you. Uh, and Glenn was a semi-professional. You, uh, <laughs> you are a jokester, which is a female version of Joker. And uh, you um, can find me on at Mickey Overman everywhere. 
and uh, uh, yeah, let's have it out. But also, if you turned out to be really nice and this was just like a, a way for you to, you know, mask your insecurities, then um, let's be friends. <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> do you want to throw a Don Rickles-esque roast at um, Claire now while you've got the mic? Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, Looking uh, Much like Rickles. Nice. Is. Okay. Yeah, Rickles was famous for uh, consulting I, his... No, I... Oh, okay. that's okay. Okay, no. Um... Uh, 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 this is good. It builds tension. Um, this was a tough week for me. I hated a lot of people. All right. Uh, in fact, it was going to be a three-way tie between who I'll pick and the people you two picked. Not allowed. Uh, yeah, so I've waived um, those two. I don't want to uh, call people out. Multiples. Um, <laughs> multiple fights. Multiple fights. I wouldn't want to muck in with that. To be honest, based on what you two are doing, I don't want any part of it. <laughs> I'm calling out Lucy... You got some fucking nerve. <laughs> and I think you should be ashamed of yourself. And I think to put him in the position of having to let you back in in front of Paddy McGuinness, you make me sick. So, I don't what know. What if they're like happily married now and they have kids? Well, that's why I am calling you out, Lucy, to a proof off. Where if you can prove that you have made his life demonstrably better, fair play <laughs> and I'll eat my own ass. Nice. If, on the other hand, you've added heartbreak to that poor little skateboarder's life. What the? She has to eat your ass. <laughs> she has to eat my ass. <laughs> which is smaller than it used to be because I've lost a little bit of weight. I don't think your anus is any smaller. If anything, <laughs> it's become a gaping hole. So really, you'll have to put your head into what could be generously described as a cavity. <laughs> So any lingus used as punishment. Yeah, in either direction. You also haven't said your social media. Lucy, if you think... (laughs) You're as bad as Nathan right now. I don't want to be the watermark for being bad. (laughs) You are. I just want to to recall out Lucy because that anus stuff was disgusting. No. And I absolutely don't want it. Lucy, I'm calling you out to an evidence of you got to prove to me that you've made uh, that little skateboarder's life a little bit brighter. And if you have, fair play, I will... <laughs> you want to say eat your ass? <laughs> I was going to say shoot myself in the face. <laughs> That's not possible. I will drown myself. <laughs> Lucy, here's the deal, right? If you can prove to me that you've made that little skateboarder's life even a shade happier, then you know what? Fair play to you. I'll give you 10 grand. But if you can't, you have to give oh me God. 10 grand and I can spend it on whatever I like. <laughs> so you can catch me. But she on... can't. No, she can only spend it on... Um... Therapy. No. No, we hate she therapy. Has to buy, she has to buy a horse. Okay. Lucy, you can catch me on Instagram or Twitter at Patrick Spices. It's the same on both accounts. Makes it much easier for anyone to look up depending on what your social media preferences. If they were different, it might add some hassle to your day. But you're not sort of weighed down by character count. Okay, so, so let's... Uh... Twitter. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you. We have talked about Take Me Out. We have. And you've listened. Bye. This podcast was brought to you by Mickey Overman, Nathan Darcy Roberts and Patrick Spicer. Theme tune by the very funny Ben Cavanagh.